You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Brittany M. Watkins. Brittany, thanks so much for being with me today. Hi, Brainerd. Thank you. So you're in uh, South Carolina now, right? Um, tell me a little bit about what's happening in, um, in your studio. How are things going now? You're, you're, you guys are out of the pandemic there now, I imagine? Um, are masks yeah, off? Yeah, I, I guess. Well, yeah, I still um, wear mine. Um, but, I mean, I am vaccinated, so I'm starting to go out without it a bit more. But um, it's been a weird year, um, you know, with everything that's happened. So I've continued to create. Um, I would say that I don't know if my life, I, I guess I'm lucky, but my life didn't really change that much. I work from home, so I'm at home a lot most of the time. So when the pandemic hit, it just, it actually gave me a little more time to kind of be in the studio. But um, I think with the psychological ups and downs that everyone's kind of felt, I've had that as well. Um, So uh, last year, I guess it was right around when COVID started, um, my dad got sick and it was really unexpected. And after that, um, he, he didn't end up actually making it. So that really um, oh created like a huge shift in my work um, because it was just, I don't know, he's probably the closest person to me in my family. So, and I haven't really had to deal with loss before. So um, even though all of my work generally work deals with um, psychological experience and how we interact and navigate the external world in various ways. Um, now it's sort of shifted to that and, um, you know, mortality and how we deal with taking care of others and our physical body. So it's pretty heavy. And I, I kind of go in between um, editing some video footage that I shot in Erie, Pennsylvania. Um, so about a month maybe yeah, a month after my dad passed away, I didn't want to postpone my residency because he would have really wanted me to go. Um, so I just told myself that I had to channel it. So I just, um, I went there and um, I was able to set up a tour of some blighted buildings there that the city had like taken over um, because I do these installations in different spaces. So I went there to just, sort of go on this strange tour of these these houses and these buildings and there was this place that used to be like a I guess like a um a staple of the um east side bayfront neighborhood and it was um called Scotty's Ga- Scotty's Jazz Bar and it was like this two-story building and I had access to the whole thing so I went in there and I um created a number of like painted installations and sets and I had had these kind of dreamlike visions from the time that my dad told me that he was sick um until you know the the worst thing possible happened and I just I wanted to create this this video so um it's completely different than anything else I've ever done and I I haven't shown any of it to anyone so I've just been working on it um sort of quietly which is a little bit different for me I want to say that I'm I'm sorry sure. to you know to hear about that loss. That's um, yeah, extremely extremely difficult and, and, and traumatic in its own way. 
Uh, tell me a little bit more about yeah the, the the work that's coming out of it. That sounds like a, a big shift for you in the work. So, if mm-hmm. we can yeah get into the work specifically, what's um, sure. yeah what's happening in the work, or, or, or what are you in the, in the in the middle of making? Or yeah, so um, I generally work when I'm doing videos. It's usually me in front of a green screen, but I've I've, I've wanted to work with other people for a while. It's just you know, it's difficult to find people who are comfortable and it's just a strange thing to navigate. So, um, but luckily the director of the residency that I was doing with Erie Arts and Culture, um, he was really wonderful and he put me in touch with some people that he knew there. Um, I want to say about three or four different people and they weren't artists. They were just different kinds of people. And there was a woman that I had told him I wanted to work with um, the the main person in the video that I saw kind of as me, I suppose, in in an older self um, was this, this older woman named Connie. And she's, I want to say she was 69, 70 years old. And so I just went and met with these people one-on-one for tea or coffee or whatever, and sort of just told them about my dad and how I had these these visions of just different scenes. Some of them were me washing someone's hands or, you know, helping them get out of, you know, getting up from like a bed or some of them were these sort of, I don't know, I feel like I've had this vision since I was a kid where I'm like on the ceiling looking down at my body, laying in a bed. Um, and I mean, maybe I'm maybe I'm not there, you know, maybe I'm, I'm already dead, but, um, so these kind of dark, but also some of them were really nice images. Um, and I started, uh, so I went there and I met with these people and then I, where was the residency? This is the residency you're talking about, right? Uh, yes. So it's, um, it was pretty new. It's, it's still really new, but there's this, um, there's this residency called the Long Road Projects in Jacksonville, Florida, and the director or the the um the guy who started that, Aaron Garvey, he knew the director of Erie Arts and Culture, so they did this collaboration where they worked together to invite artists to go to Erie and you you know, they really want you to kind of interact with the location and the people there, which is great because I, I tend to do that with my site-specific installations anyways. So I did, you know, I viewed it as I was making these site-specific installations, but the different part was that I was filming inside of them, and it was kind of more of a directorial ro- role where I went and chose their outfits and then, you know, talked to them, um, and I had lines and shots. So here lately I've just been editing that, but I've also – filmed some other things with myself. So I'm sort of just letting the work take me where it takes me, if that makes sense. It does. And, and where is it taking you? I mean, it, it sounds like this work and, you know, these kind of dream images you're working with is also about uh, grieving or mourning mm-hmm. and, and all its kind of emotional, but also kind of unfathomable, fathomable right. uh, aspects. Um is 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 that what's happening? I mean, I don't want to label it something that's it, not. But it uh, is. Yeah. yeah, it is, and I think also because I'm I'm 32 now, so it's I think just you know aging and getting older. You're always I don't know. We go through so many different phases and and changes within ourselves. I think it's uh, me grappling with my own you know adulthood still and kind of you know coming into that. And I think you know losing your 
new parent that's always sort of been there it it creates a shift in your in your brain but also me realizing that you know I don't know how many people have experienced loss in this past year so you know trying to even like step beyond that and just realize that this is the first time that I've had to really experience something like this and for some people you know sickness is there it's there every day so um it's 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 a strange um it's a strange thing but I think that like there are really beautiful moments that can come out of it too so I don't want to make it seem like it's just this you know sad thing um even when I was shooting there was a scene where I was dealing with the older woman Connie and this other girl named Alex and um I had Connie laying down on this couch and there was a mirror facing her so you could see her reflection of her laying on the couch and she was in all white um in this giant abandoned like dilapidated ballroom and um uh Alex sort of walks in and then she puts her shoes on her her house shoes on her feet and then she just helps her off the couch and I don't know what it was about that just that small moment when I saw it I got chills and I had seen it you know in my head for so long but actually seeing two people you know care for each other and they were complete strangers but we all got really close through it and um yeah it was also interesting because each of the people that um, they put me in touch with, they all had their own relationship to what I was dealing with, which was just a strange coincidence. Um, Connie told me that she had lost her mother when she was two years old to tuberculosis, so she had carried a photo of her for her entire life, um, and she had never actually, you know, really knew her or met her. And the other girl, Alex, she had also lost her parents. So um, we all had this connection to the work. And I think that that made it easier for all of us because we could, you know, know that we all were there for each other and, and that it was really, like, important what we were doing. Yeah, that's that's kind of remarkable, that kind of uh, – I'm not sure if energy is the right word, but that kind of support, that kind of commonality uh, – you know, it's it's so powerful, and especially in a kind of collaborative form, I would think, you know, mm-hmm. making and working together. Um, you know, that sounds like almost one of those coincidences that sometimes that happen in, in extreme circumstances of, of personal mm-hmm. loss, of death, of, you know, I mean, we're also kind of almost post-pandemic here. Um, how How will it take shape? What do you think the audience will get from the, final film I know that's hard to to say but yeah it is very difficult I don't know I have a show at the beginning of 2022 and I I I'd like to probably show it there um but I have you know I have some other things to show with it but it's it's just so different for me that I I guess there's a little bit of that hesitation because, you know, at some point after you've created works, you know, you, you, you wonder, do people have an expectation of what this experience is going to be or what have you? But I like to surprise people. So I don't, it's hard for me to wonder what they will get, but I, I don't want to say I like to make people cry because I don't want people to be sad, but sometimes I do feel like, we need to be like woken up emotionally. And um, so I don't know, maybe it would do that. Yeah, that would be, 
I think I think we do need more of that, and, and that is kind of important. What what else is going to be in that 2022 show? That's not the only piece potentially in it, correct? Uh, no. Um, so when I was in Erie, I also sewed this like it's in the video, but it's like a 20 foot garment. Um, it's this. It's this. I, I collected all of these fabrics from um, throughout the town, and then. Some of them were from the buildings and houses that I went in, and then I, I sewed them all together and um, dyed them. And so I, I've done a few things with that. I've, I've put it on, and I've tried to ask myself why this. It's sort of a peachy kind of orange, and, and I knew I wanted to do that color, but it's such a playful color, and it's kind of bright. And um, I thought of it kind of as, is the hope that exists, you know, um, that you have to sort of like, it has to carry you. Um, you know, I'm a skeptic and so it's, it's problematic, but you have to like grab onto that little orange color, that light, um, and, and just go with that. Um, so I, I had one of my mentors from Florida State University, she came and stayed with me, um, a few weeks ago, and we actually shot some footage uh, in front of the green screen with the with her wearing that garment. Um, and we both sat down with an audio recorder. First, we sat down with a journal, and it was dealing with some of these same experiences with sickness and taking care of others. And she's had her own things that she's dealt with, and we were both sort of um, automatic writing, I guess. And then we would pass it back and forth to one another. And then we went and did these audio recordings and then we went to the, to the green screen and, and we filmed this thing. So um, I'm supposed to go visit her this time and we're going to edit that. So hopefully there's something with that. And, and there's also some prints that I'm working on um, with some of the images from the installation spaces or film sites um, with the people that I worked with there. Um, they've got really intense colors. There's one space that was like this deep orange and it kind of reads as a red. Um, and I've got some text with that. Um, and then the garment. And I, I'd like to say other things, but, you know, I don't want to overstep because I'm at a place where I'm really, you know, I'm not interested in rushing the work. I need to let it be what it needs to be and, and that means it takes time so you know making objects and videos and things and for this whole experience to be you know uh, I guess powerful so um, if that makes sense that does make sense that does make sense so this is um, I mean we're talking about all the elements that are going to be in the show and can can you say where that show will be? I know it's not happening yet, but can we announce oh, it and we'll put yeah. a link in here when it's ready? You don't have to say the website, but um, I'll put a link in here for that. But what is the, um, where is uh, the show? It's it's actually, it's a, a startup. Well, I don't know if you would call it a startup, but the gallery opened in in the middle of the pandemic, but it's this artist, um, her name is Jessica Colvis, and she had, um, she started a small space in high Florida, I believe it is. Um, and it's just this really small town, but she has this space and she invited me to come down there. So we've been communicating for, I would say almost a year now. Um, I, I was in like a group show there. And then, so um, 
yeah, it's it's a small place. I haven't been there in person yet, but um, I'm going to come there early and stay stay for a bit to install, and, and I'll probably visit the space once before because I am really spatially, um, I don't, uh, how would you say, I really respond to the to the site itself, so I'd like to go there at least once before, but it's called um, Good News Arts because I think at the time she was wanting to bring people some good news. <laughs> I like You'd that. Have to ask her, I like that. Though, but, but I think that was what it was. Yeah, and it was really good news when she asked me to be in that show because everything I had lined up was canceled. So, you know, um, I was very excited <laughs> to, to be invited to, to do something with what I've been making. That is exciting. Um, Brittany, I want to ask you uh, one more question. What is it that you're reading at the moment? Um. I am reading a few things. I had been listening to um, Mastery by Robert Greene um, and also um, Ernest Hemingway, The Sun Also Rises. I had never, um, I'd never read that before, and I, I really wanted to, to read it, so I started um, just recently. Brittany, I want to thank you so much for talking with me today. I wish you well with your upcoming show in 2022. Thank you so much. You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more.